0: Father we thank you for the gift of Jesus thank you for salvation thank you for salvation can you just thank God because you are saved because you are born again because some of us if it was not salvation there was no other way except death I mean physical Ali. some of you listening to me right now if it was not the masses of God that led you to the cross I wonder what you would be to this world So Father, we thank you for salvation. Speak to us today. I must decrease, and you must increase. I bless you for what you're going to minister to our spirits today. The Bible says that the entrance of your word brings light and it giveth understanding to them which are simple. So we bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout amen. Thank you. I have been privileged to come in most of your days of prayer, so uh, it's a beautiful thing when I am called to start somebody to (laughs) prayer. That's the best invitation I could have. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So when I come in days of prayer, I usually don't want to speak to you as babes because when you said that you were coming to pray it meant that you know what you want praise the Lord Jesus Christ so you'll allow me to say a few things that might be a bit complicated for you but you are a spirit I always tell people you are a spirit so don't mind if your mind hasn't understood yet it will catch up Somebody shout hallelujah. (laughs) Recently I was sharing with somebody. I think I was fellowshipping with Pastor Zad. And I shared something that I plan to preach about soon. I don't know why I'm going to touch it first at Worship Harvest. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. But I'm provoked to a little. So I shared with him and I said that you can never function, create, evolve, innovate, invent beyond the language that you are able to read and interpret. Because the spirit realm Is ordered, arrayed, defined, designed through the power of language. So everything in the world is commanded through language. You understand what I'm saying? And that is why, for example, the Old Testament is written in the Hebrew language, or your New Testament is written in the Greek. Hebrew is ninth dimension. You see? Those are lethargic languages. It's ninth dimension. Your pragmatic languages, Luganda, is a first, second dimension. So, there are aspects that we are not able to communicate from the original Hebrew or Greek to a person speaking Luganda for if we spoke a certain word in Hebrew and you wanted to translate it in Luganda, in Luganda it will have to become a sentence to make some sense for example, if you told a person in, if I told you to translate epignosis you understand what I'm saying that's one word, but that's Greek Greek is about 7th dimension, Latin is 8th just an example you'll have to explain it in Luganda you'll not have one word to translate are you following so if I say that I'm going to interpret the original Hebrew and Greek without understanding it literally word for word and I have to put it in a language a man is able to understand chances are that I'm putting him so far from the original meaning because I'm trying to put a word to represent what it meant in Hebrew but it's not sufficient in a pragmatic language because I would need a sentence for it. And if I should put a sentence, I will not have a Bible. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, the more they really actually understand it in the pragmatic language, Language the farther they are away from the original text, you see. So, you find a person who, in their understanding, they're actually getting far from truth, but they don't know it, or they're short of how they're supposed to receive it because you're short of language. That is why, for example, with a pragmatic language like you got Luganda, a, a Muganda would not build a four story building. Because the language you need in engineering, it does not exist. Up to today, there are words. In 20, 2022, 20, for example, that even as we speak now in law, you can't use in English. They still Latin or French or something like that. You understand what I'm saying? So the Arabs gave us al- Arabic numerals, algorithm, the guys who do computers. Uh, algebra. We did not know how to count. <laughs> did you know that? You no, know, you, you you're learning from the Arabs Swahili. But before that, in Uganda when you wanted time, a day. The sowas are is Excuse my German for those of you who don't understand the language. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, the, 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 the language would get lost for detail. Don't worry, I'll have, I have our version. <laughs> I'm comforting Pastor Brian. He's going be like... So, there are many things that if we spoke in English, eh, they might not make as much sense as they should from the original what? Languages. Now, the Bible is a language. It's not just scriptures. The Bible is a language. You understand what I'm saying? And that is why the Bible, God has separated people who are learning the language and people who have learned the language. You understand? The Lord has given me the tongue of the land. The tongue of the land that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. The power of a land spirit is knowing how to speak a word to a man in season, not what to speak. You understand? When you land, you're no longer in the realm of, ha, about what will I preach tomorrow? You're not there. That is for learning people. Learned men don't ask, what will I preach tomorrow? Learned men are how, because it's already given. You understand what I'm saying? But deeper than that, he says, to speak in season. I'm talking about a frequency that can come and give you what you want in the season you're in. Because it's possible to have the right word. Okay? But not aligned to the demand of your season. It is possible. You get my point. It is possible, okay, easier. Let me make it easier for you. It is possible to have a nice meal, but it was not your preference. Yeah, I got a good meal, but I wanted to eat goat. You understand what I'm saying? I ate good chicken, but I wanted to eat goat. You understand? So, to know how to speak a word in season, not What? means that God has dealt with you as a minister or as an individual learned by God to a place where you have a certain understanding of ministry to every man in the season that they are in. There's a person who has already been blessed, there someone has ended now the next 42 or 50 minutes, I'm going to speak. eh? They've already picked theirs, and it's okay. Perhaps that's why they came. You understand what I'm saying? There's somebody who has already probably picked theirs, and anything else now coming after these few minutes is for another person. The point is to make sure that I bless every one of you. I must be learned. You understand? Because if I'm not learned, I will not minister. To an open spirit. You get my point? Although you can close it <laughs> from a land person. You understand? You can close. You can close. It's possible for somebody to say, ah I, I'm not I have, have my, my I have my reservation on this shirt. There's something about that shirt. <laughs> you know we have we have Christians who are so petty. So why is he putting on jeans? Does he honor God? Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Why aren't you the one preaching? Praise the Lord. Now let's go deep into this. So, so many people don't understand that it took a language to make a mobile phone. But in its own sense, it's a miracle because I'm talking to somebody in Russia without something I see. It takes a language to cure a cancer. It takes a language to tell an HIV cell, I mean virus, and connect to every virus in a person's body and tell all of them to leave. And a person would heal of HIV and probably stay with flu. But there's a language that was specific, HIV out. You get my point? It's the power of what? Language. We are working with time because somebody gave us a language. We are evolving. We are growing. We are adapting. We are mutating because somebody gave us a word, A language. You understand what I'm saying? So when you read your Bible, in whatever God has spoken and you know is true, either you are in the process of learning that language or you have learned it. So when he says the tongue of the land and the next line he says, and he wakeneth my ear to hear as what? As one who is learned. When God is speaking to a learned person who understands heavenly language, he does not speak to them like he speaks to a normal person. Let me give you an example. The New Testament is something we are still debating about in today. People are still debating the New Testament. Eh? Is it true? You understand? Grace, grace. You mean if I sin, I'm still righteous? We still have people. But, but it's especially in people who who understand the word of God in a pragmatic interpretation. You you mean you're righteous? How? How can you be righteous when you've sinned? Are you seeing where we are? We're still at that level. We're still at that level where it could take somebody 20 years or 30 years of active ministry and life to understand the New Testament in how it's supposed to actually be interpreted. God walks to a man called Abraham. And then he tells him, Abraham, in thee shall all nations be blessed. Seven words. And Paul hears those seven words. And he says, (laughs) because God saw that it was important to preach this thing to this man. that one day he would justify the Gentile through faith. He went fall to our father Abraham and preached this gospel unto him, saying, In he, in thee, shall all nations be blessed. So God literally got the whole New Testament and put it in a landman's spirit in seven sentences, seven words. Follow me. So if in seven words Abraham would understand the New Testament, what is his next place of hunger? Do you understand what I'm saying? If by seven sentences I can make you understand, because when Paul is speaking about Melchizedek, the order, the priesthood, he says, of whom we have many things to say, Many things to say. Many things to say. And he says, but the things we want to talk about this man are so hard to be uttered, seeing that you are dull of hearing. It is so heavy for you. If you still go to church for a husband, cho, eh? This is an adult text. Okay, receive your husband. Go home now. Are you hearing I once gave a story of a guy. He was praying next to a guy. And this guy kept asking, 300,000, God. 300,000. He was praying in Uganda. Asato. Asato, ta, ta, asato. so this guy over here is him he goes in his pocket gives him 300,000 and tells him to feed it to survey to feed it to quality to because you might be wasting space hallelujah if you don't understand German I'm sorry Praise God. So, God preaches the gospel to a man in seven words. And Abraham has understood the New Testament. When he reads Paul, he understands everything Paul is speaking because he's learned. Now, let me just give you an example. Sometimes we go for crusades and I, you hear me say it. Or you've had your pastor say I still say it and I'll say it tomorrow. I can be at a crusade and say God is going to heal you today. In Jesus name. And then you pray and a crippled man walks. Blind eye sees. In Gulu Second day, crusade, I made a statement and I said, there's somebody, your limbs are growing. Come. We prayed to the end of that crusade. The limb didn't grow. We didn't hear any limb growing. Or perhaps if it was there, I didn't see it. Next day, a girl comes on the crusade. The word stayed two days back. I mean the day before. Next day, a girl comes with a short leg and a short arm and they grew. So, on the third day, on the third day, she comes out and says, my leg was short, my hand was short. The, her miracle didn't come that day. It came the day before. If she was learned, she I testify that day. Who has understood that? <laughs> you see, now, If the Bible says, he who's in his own self bore our sins on the cross, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, and by his stripes ye were healed. What does that mean? Ye were what? Healed. In a land language, I cannot tell somebody, you're going to be healed. It's an error. Do you understand it it's an error to tell a landman that you're going to be healed but it's also an error to tell a learning man that you're going to be healed i mean you're, you're healed sorry because that's not their language you see what i'm saying so you get it if i tell a landman that you're going to be healed i've erred But if I tell a learning man that you are healed, I've also erred because he hasn't understood it. He'll say but I still feel pain. How am I healed when I still feel pain? The pain is still there. You understand what I'm saying? So we are a debtor to the Jew, Gentile barbarian, the wise and unwise Paul says, I'm a debtor I'm indebted to even minister to the person who has not understood that language yet wise and unwise so I will tell him you're going to be healed and they'll say the man said you're going to be healed and I actually got healed it is true in their language but it's an error in mine. You understand what I'm saying? But God has allowed healthy compromises. It is in such things that Paul says, I became all things. He's not talking about fishing with men who are fishing. Mm -mm. He's not talking about fishing with men who are fishing. It's in that understanding that Paul says, I became all things that I might serve some. To the weak, I was made what? Weak. To the poor, I was made poor. Do you realize in there he does not mention professions? So some people think that that text means no, that's not what he's talking about. (laughs) He's talking of language here. I made all things to all men that I might by all means save some because I could lose a man by speaking a language they don't understand. And in fact, some of the people who have a problem with the grace message, it's a language issue. Now you get it. So, if I tell a man that, now, worship you've heard this. Your pastor one day will say, I'm going to pray for the sick, and you're going to heal. He has not erred, if he knows the difference is trying to be all things because there is one who will not be healed without an explanation that he was healed. So I'll say you're going to be healed. And if you're mature enough, that's why you bear one another's burdens and shout, Amen. Not for you. (laughs) You get it? Because we, we also have the unstable kind of Christians who say, ah, me, I was healed. This guy is unstable. Touch take into no no. Tabula mabulamu You understand? Excuse my child. So you minister comfort. Eh? Like when John ministers comfort and says, Brethren, if we say, we have not sinned. If we say we have no sin, if we say we have no sin, that's not him saying that he has recognized that he's a sinner. That's a man ministering comfort. You understand what I'm saying? But when you are writing to those who understand, Paul says to the saints in. He doesn't say to the sinners. So, when John says, if we say that we have not sinned, we, we have, have no, we, we, if we say we have no so you might think, what is this man saying? But I'm the righteousness of God. You understand? So, there are people who would be offended to tell them, I'm a saint, I'm not a sinner. Eh? But John says, if we say, we have not seen. Thank you. So if you explain it to somebody who has an inferior language, you're in trouble. Yeah, but I'm, here, I'm comfortable. What's vest, We understand each other. You understand what I'm saying? He said some churches are called all saints. Praise God. Temuri sinna But never took it. That's 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 deep. That's a good name for a church. <laughs> that's a good name for a church so whoever got that revelation I would name my church you know that's a good name that's somebody who has understood the work of Christ to the end somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah. so back to the language have you ever read in the New Testament anywhere and found a term called revival huh? but we use the word revival I use it and you'll hear me one time use it on the pulpit so you'll hear me say there's a revival God is bringing a revival you'll hear me say it It's not the last time you'll hear me say, but now let me speak to you as the land. In the New Testament, there is no promised experience of a revival. It's not there. What we have, Romans 14 verses nine. Now I want you to read this and understand it. For so to this end, now, when we're talking about the end, eh, we're not talking about learning people. We're talking about learned people. To this end, Christ, now, underline the word both. Christ both died and rose. D- those two. He died and rose. Comma. And revived. Some people are understanding me, some are not yet. Language. It takes common sense and common English grammar to interpret that you can't address three terms using both. You four boys, both of you come? No. You understand? (laughs) To this end, Jesus Christ came. Died and rose. That work is done. Comma and what? <laughs> that he might be Lord both of the living and the dead. Question. Can you revive a new creature according to that language? What is a new creature? A new creature is revived. <laughs> but if you hear me use it outside here, say amen. to minister comfort to those who we might lose if we said it differently. Now, those ones did come today. (laughs) They didn't attend. They'll come next week. So now I'm talking to you as land. The experience of a new birth is a revived spirit. It could seek for revival because it does not understand the language. And the highest level that it could attain if it sought God for revival was an awakening of its consciousness of whatever is already existent. In fact, in one of the definitions of the word revival, it means to bring to consciousness. Did you understand what I'm saying? So it's a conscience issue. But if you're not trained to hear land thought, I would sound like I'm offending the way of truth. Your meditations are going to change in the few minutes that I'm going to be speaking because at least for the past 30 something minutes I was laboring if I was speaking to a landman the past 30 minutes I would have just made one sentence there's a difference between being learned and learning but because I was talking <laughs> To land people, <laughs> glory to God, I needed 35 minutes of 40 to explain a simple context. Now, the rest of the minutes I'm going to be speaking, I'm speaking to land people. Have we agreed? When God saw this work, through the person of Jesus Christ, experienced through the apostles, a man makes a statement like, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, it has not entered into the heart of man, the things the Lord has prepared for them that love him. But he has revealed it to us, to the land to the land, we're not getting the revelation of it. He has revealed it to us by his spirit. To, to them, us, us, he has revealed it. Now, that, sent, that, that statement has revealed. He's not revealing you're not waking up every day getting the revelation of what I has not seen, he has not had. No, he has revealed it. Now, imagine I'm talking to a learning man that he has the revelation of what an eye has not seen. He will have questions. But when I'm talking to a learned man, I should expect him right now to connect and say, If I already have the revelation of what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what has not entered the heart of a man, how am I to pray? Give me a sample of how that prayer looks like. In five seconds, go! Thank you. I agree with you. Why? Because some people prayed and others just stayed like. Now, when you say you want a revival, do you want what happened in 1900? Topeka, Kansas? Do you want what happened in 1905 Azusa? Do you want what happened in the healing revival days? Do you want what happened in the prayer movement? Do you want what happened in the charismatic, the word of faith, the Holy Ghost movement of the 90s? When you say revivers, do you want to go back to the early church? Because if that's what you are saying, that's not how God works. Because it compromises the principle of glory, glory. to glory. Some have understood it. Others are. Others are like, why are you shouting? Why is she walking? You understand what I'm saying? If I have, if I, if you're understanding to this level, eh? if you can understand what I'm saying now, there are things that, for example, there are things in script by God, man of God, there are things that I believe are standard. For example, the message that one never grows old it's always new. You understand what I'm saying? At least for us, after the death and resurrection of Christ, for 2,000 years and so, the New Testament has been new. But some of you don't ask yourself. So some people say, but how is it new? For 2,000 years, you're calling it the new what? The New Testament language. So for us, the New Testament is still what? New. And it's going to continue being new. Until the return of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now. So we are dealing with a place of consciousness. How much has a man been truly awakened to the reality of what is already inside him? If God would go to an Old Testament people, they woke up one day and said, we are going to build a building to heaven. These these are not born again. They said, we are going to build a building to heaven. A tower that will reach heaven. And (laughs) I've read the book of Joshua. The book of Joshua, one of the ancient texts, when you read the story, that story in the book of Joshua, they wanted to build a a temple, sorry, a building to up to where God is, so that they can overthrow Him. That's the truth. That's the heaven. They didn't say heavens. That's why the, 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 the Bible says heaven. Are you following? And God says to them, He tells, He gets the people around him and he says let us now therefore go down and confound these people. He says they are one language and one speech. They are one language and one speech. That means every dimension that is necessary to get the right engineering, the right science, the right math, the right biology, the right Everything, every knowledge they need because they are one language, Hebrew, because they are one language, they can do it. So God says, nothing, because they are one language, nothing that they imagine to do shall be restrained from them. So by the time God goes down to confound their language, He's saying, these guys actually can go through. The, the the atmospheric levels stratosphere mesosphere exosphere you're talking of millions and millions of miles away in the galaxy and God says they can do it and they are not born again they are not revived they are of the fallen nature they are of the king of Nimrod are you following what I'm saying so if you have about 100 and 136 thousand miles away to the moon can you imagine a building that high but yet that is so near to the earth than heaven is and God said they can actually build it. They can actually build it because they have the language that can build it. (laughs) These are fallen men. We're still here dreaming of I wish I can get money to buy a a plot of land. Jesus gave us a land. Some people even use that language. Jesus gave us a land. No, listen. These people, in their fallen nature, would have built to heaven, which is millions of miles away from the earth. Because the man who took a camera to the moon is not speaking in tongues but to imagine that a person can give us a life feed from the moon, yet they're not born again. You're amazed at what human beings can do. And these are doing it in a confounded language. The languages are mixed, but they're trying to reconcile some things to bring together, and in their brokenness, they're actually building. So when Paul sees this, he says, no wonder, the sons, the genealogy, the genes of this world have adopted more than the sons of light. They are doing more than the sons of light. And, 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 and Paul uses the word in, in their generation, the children of this world in their generation. He, he should have said the children of this world. He's saying the children of this world With a fallen gene, generation. With a fallen gene, they're doing more wiser than the children of light. That means when you become born again and you become a child of light, something different is in your genes. Something different is... Now, this is the problem. The problem is that When we taught that portion of scripture, we taught it as learning, not as learned. So somebody says, But me, I believe, I do this and I pray and I do everything. Actually, I pray in these scriptures, but I don't see the results of these scriptures because the language in which you're praying and the understanding in which you're praying is contradicting with the language that God is actually communicating. There's somebody who thinks that if they fill a stadium of two million people, we have shaken the world. (laughs) To see that way would mean that you're still learning. You've not learned yet. You're standing shoulder to shoulder with men who died long ago and their summons are in every home. There was a power that got those scrolls hidden in caves, underwater, thousands of years ago. And a man dusts it. And he reads justification through faith. A letter. And then he gets it in a book and puts it together and seals everything. And he says, this one we can keep. And just by Paul's letters, the Pentecostal church across the world is standing. We're not talking about his summons. We're talking about his letters. We have married on his letters, produced children on his letters, built cathedrals on his letters, done crusades. The lamb have walked on his letters, the blind have seen on his letters. What would his summons? have looked like? Come on, talk to me. What would Paul's sermon have looked like if his letters have preserved empires? Men have written the law through those letters. Every day we're being changed because of those letters. You read a portion of scripture and your marriage is restored on a letter. So imagine when Paul started to teach because ancient texts tell you usually Paul spoke for not less than six hours. Yet you can read a letter in two. So by the time a man tells people this one we have many things to say. And I've spent an close, um, um, close to 50 minutes preaching from only one verse, Romans 14.9 everything is connecting from one verse and the pastor tells me that you can preach and run out who has understood it a pastor tells me you can preach, you know sometimes, eh, you can preach and burn out one guy told me, after one time I was from preaching and the guy said let's pray for Apostle." that God will pour back what he has poured into us. I knelt down to minister comfort. But as they were praying, I was telling God of the increase of your government and the peace thereof. They shall be increased there is no end. When it comes to the government of God and the peace, there is no end. Why? Because there is a zeal that performs in me to give me revelation every morning because it's falling on land soil. Somebody shout hallelujah. And I prayed and I said, help them understand that I'm not the kind to pray for that I'll be filled. Now somebody will say, "This cowboy is proud." <laughs> you, you, you even stand like that. This cowboy, this cabo, you stand like that. This cowboy is proud. <laughs> I'm not proud. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. I can't run out. Even if you told me preach every day, I would have something to preach. My questions usually to God is how, not what. anymore. What am I going to preach? I'm past that. Why? Because when I put my hand on my belly, Marodaga, he said that out of you shall flow. Did he call it a river? Did he call it a river? What did he call it? Of living water. Oh, somebody say I'm in the overflow. Somebody say I have more than I could ever give. Yeah. One man said, go to your grave empty. I just realized he just borrowed the line. Some of us, even when we live for 300 years, will still not be empty. We'll just go because our assignments are done, but not because we are empty. The son of God that dwells in you, he said, I will live in you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. You can never run out. You can only finish your assignment, but you can never run out. Somebody shout hallelujah. When you understand this thing, if Jesus carries another thousand years, your summons will still be new. I see if Christ is not yet back, now I create a vision one two three four five hundred years you're going to heaven and somebody digs out your tip and they're in the room and they switch it on and the holy ghost that flows that day in 2020 Twin Worship harvest hits them in 2075 in 3016 and they say it's the same thing it's the same thing it was new then like it was new now if you cannot minister in that realm your voice can't leave Uganda the Bible says and the name of Jesus was voiced abroad It was voiced abroad. That means Jesus got to a point where his word would come out of his spirit and sounds are emitted in the spirit realm and they hear him even where he's not. Because in the land you only need the word to go out not to a person. No. He said when my word goes out, it cannot return void. It must achieve that which I send it out to achieve. And it shall prosper in the thing that I send it. But it begins by going forth. It meets a ground, it grows a building. It meets a seed, it makes a plant. It meets a barren womb, it gives birth. It means a dead man... That is why you you get Elisha, a man who, who, who was in a covenant. The oracle still stayed in his spirit. They throw him on a dead man and the man leaves. Why? Because he was an oracle. That's not Elisha trying to raise a dead man. That is living proof that it can stay even when you're dead. still makes Paul relevant if it can start now on your life on your life I remember the day God appeared to me and spoke that affirmation on my spirit and he told me Everywhere you go I will feel. No building in this world can intimidate me. Because it's a covenant. And no building in Uganda can accommodate funeral service. It's not there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Stop thinking as learning people. That is why I hear people praying sometimes and I start praying for them because of how they are praying. Are you hearing me? Because of how they are praying, you hear them pray and then you find yourself adding a prayer on their prayer. And, and unfortunately, what you're praying for them is actually contradictory. You're just trying to go to allow them to see and pray right. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, it takes a certain understanding in God to actually connect to what an eye has not seen. And that is relatively defining too. Because that could mean that you will preach something you will see something in scripture no eye has ever seen and a man will look for a CD they'll look for a book and say what this man is saying you can't find it in any book and the language of the Bible tells us even if all of us so different God would still have sufficiency to give us new Every day. Do you understand? If you can call to that thing and connect to it through your meditation and personal study, a man will hear you once and you're going to become a drug. There's a guy who phoned me who told me, Excuse my German. Translated from German. He doesn't love me, but he didn't miss any of my sermons. I understood that I understood the wall. Romans 7, that which I will to do, I will, I do not, and that which I will not to do, I do. You understand? For in me the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He, he's kernel, but his spirit is connecting to something. It's like a magnet. Are you hearing me? Somebody shout hallelujah. Imagine that thing came into a song. No wonder 2022 we still sing Amazing Grace. And some some people's songs are writing on CDs. They're the ones pleading with people, please take my song. I sang it well. I had a studio. (laughs) You love it. Invite me to sing it in your church. Who do we invite to sing Amazing Grace? No. You just sit there and you feel it flow out of your spirit. The oldest message coming out of a man's heart. And you just sing Amazing Grace. Have and you know no man can say it bores because the man who wrote it down from a certain well tell your neighbor dig tonight cancer in the heart of a man is as deep waters but only the man with understanding can search and dig it out tonight I've come to give you an understanding revival is coming. To the land, revival is here. Yeah. If you understand this, you're not going to prefer a lame man to walk. You'll tell them to walk. If you understand this, you Blind man, you will tell it. See, 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 see the ministry of the angelics. One time, we were going to Mukono to preach the gospel. I had two boys in my car. One was Apostle Emma. And then we reached a gate. I shared this recently with my aunt. We reached the gate of an old church. The kinds of gates you need to lift to open. You know those gates which used to collapse? We reached the collapsed. Those kinds of gates that are. We reached the door. I was led for service. He was with me. And then when I parked on the door and I said, Father, who will open this gate for us? Apostle Emma, what happened? The gate opened itself. The angels of God came and lifted the collapsed gate. Opened it. And what happened when we entered? They closed it. The moment we entered and packed back, the angels got their gates and closed them. Angels are with us every day. Now, a man without conscience tells these guys, no, I'm not actually weak. I'm just ministering comfort because I'm on a certain mission. But if I wanted, I would call 12 legions of angels and they would come here and mess things up do you understand what I'm saying in my earlier years of ministry the first time you know I don't know whether it was a consciousness there was a time I never saw angels in my meetings but there was a time when I was awakened and from that day on when I'm speaking I actually see them gather I see them I see them I can see them and say, I see them, I see them, I can see them. You understand what I'm saying? Because the spirit realm is more real than your physical one. I'm revived. Do you understand what I'm saying? All I need to do is to star myself that I will align my consciousness to that which has already been given by God. Christ because he revived that he might be Lord of the living and the dead now I want to finish because I feel like praying in such moments time is not an issue because every minute you're spending here you're redeeming it some of you are actually redeeming years some of you days so don't worry about food about singer to our CV This world is not looking for another healing anointing. We've seen it. That I have seen. Do you understand what I'm saying? This world is not looking for another crippled bone to walk. Yet, they will walk. That we have seen. The Lord told me. This world is looking for another glory of ministry another glory of ministry that Paul would gather Moses and say come and listen to this boy come come just come and listen for a second why because the Bible says the things angels desire to look into that means even the angels are fascinated with our knowledge God told me when the church, not if, when the church would grow itself and awaken to that consciousness day by day, everything canon will start dying and the consciousness of it. And that is the day terrestrial will become celestial. Remember, he's coming for a church without spot, nor wrinkle. And this is more of a consciousness than it is of the flesh. That day, you will see us caught up walked with God and he had a similar experience. Listen, that's the way we go. That's the way the church will be caught up. The rapture is not just a given time period, no. It is the patient waiting of the Lord for men to awaken to a certain consciousness. And while they're doing so, something is going to turn. And our, our bodies are going to bodies they, we shall be changed Paul says I, behold I show you a mystery we shall be changed because we are going to get to a point where certain revelations cannot sit in fallen bodies and God will catch us and we shall be caught in the air that is, what God, that is why to God the most important thing is that the gospel be preached the way it is listen Stephen preached and the Bible says, and his countenance shined as of that of an angel. And the heavens opened and the Bible says, I see the Son of God standing on the right hand of the Father. The one we read sitting. When Stephen, did I tell you to stand up? No. Do you know why you're standing up? Because the same effect happens in heaven too. Stephen Preached. And Jesus was seated on a chair. And he stood up. And he stood up. It's suddenly in such glory that a man would never feel any pain, any stone. A man would not feel anything hit him. He's being stoned, but he's saying, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. They're stoning a turning body. They're stunning a changing body. You understand what I'm saying? God told me the church will preach itself out of the world. But until we don't have that consciousness God will tarry. That is why I'm going to preach the gospel to all the ends of the earth. Some people think the total number of people, if all of them get to hear, then the end will come. What about the newborn baby? Are you following? Some of us are not just preaching these things because we read them. I've never read this. But I have awakened to the consciousness that every day something is happening to the bodies that are preaching these things, to the genes that are receiving these things. If we are not refined to that level, we cannot change this world because the world is no longer looking for mighty orators, grammatically articulate leave that to the gurus. Are you hearing me? Bring a dead man and then we speak a language they can't speak. And when you're given the opportunity to give a defense for the reason of your faith, you're not speaking like a man. Do you know Jesus in scripture never spoke below the fifth dimension? It's either Ramaic or Hebrew or Greek. It ain't going be pragmatic. Because there's their thoughts God could not put in fallen language. You see what I'm saying? So the next move of the spirit, you might hear us calling it revival. But it will not be revival. But when we do, clap your hands. You understand? Because it's the only way we can make sense. But it is not. It is not. Now, I'm talking to the man or woman who, for, your, for everything you could have done on Saturday, you found yourself here. And this thing is in almost every child of God I've met. It has a way it feels when you hear such summons. Do you understand? It creates an anxiety that is not out of fear, but a demand on your spirit that is awakening you to divine clocks. A sudden urgency of the spirit telling you you have a part in this story and you have a lot in this narrative if you can't feel it now you're not born again please receive Jesus today because it's not possible for you not to feel what all of us are feeling in this house I live with this feeling for you you receive it by someone I live with it every day I live with it every hour of my life. I live with it every second of my life. What you're feeling now, I feel it every day. And that is one of the most defining secrets of God that I've kept. Not only, but one of the most defining secrets of God that I've kept. Now I give you. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Now I give you. Let's pray. (laughs) Father, we thank you thank you thank you so much we bless you thank you for your goodness thank you for the consciousness of being revived thank you for revival is here and has been and we are being awakened to it throughout the nations we bless your name thank you Lord thank you Jesus Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing. God loves us. Doesn't he? Wow. Revival is here. It's not coming. Ah. Now. communion coming. We are going to serve communion. Uh, Amen. Those people you see going, they are going to bring communion, so don't join them. They are not going to the bathroom There are two people that I consider very significant as far as the gospel is concerned in Uganda. Two. I think the people who are close to me know that this is true and I've shared it with them. Now, I'm telling you, in case you didn't know, because again, if you're given too much political correctness, yeah, but we are not politicians so you can be annoyed if you want to. You will you get the consciousness. <laughs> and The two people that I, I have seen that there is something special God is doing and has done and continues to do and that I've shared with my leaders about these two people and the place I think they hold. One is right here, Apostle Grace. Amen. The other is Pastor Robert Kayanja. Now, you know what just happened? That these two people have been here in the same month. Huh? Uh-huh. in the same month of January Pastor Robert came here the other day during New Dawn Camp and here is Apostle Grace and look one day God will open your eyes and then you will start disturbing me and I will tell you what Pastor Moses told the other member we have been telling you but can you help me? Worship others. Day of prayer. Appreciate. Apostle Grace. The gift that God has given us today. And in our generation. Amen. Our ministry is always better when you come. And always better after you've come. So we know. We've just... you'll you'll hear from us or about us. (laughs) Either way. So thank you so much. We thank God for you and the gift that you are. Amen. Hey. If you mean to appreciate, then appreciate the gift of God. Appreciate God. Thank God for a great gift hallelujah amen I don't know how many teams we have please have communion to those who can receive it because some people are still not with us so don't try to give them communion others will get later yeah so let's go ahead let's go ahead and and do that quickly you just pick one of those small cups and the, the little bread it's non alcoholic in case you're worried amen let's do that quickly thank you so much worship harvest for coming out for day of prayer thank you for our guests who may have joined us thank you uh, for season 21 now there are many many people I you know in here this is not a full stop. Yeah. I don't even know whether there is even a comma for some people. Some people there is no abbreviation. What do they call it? It's not abbreviation. Punctuation. Some people there is no punctuation. Tomorrow, Monday, it will be like there was no day of prayer. It's just continu- And you know yourselves. Yeah. I am not talking to everyone. You know yourselves. Because, as I told you, a couple of years, ago, no, days ago, we are going to seek God this year. Eh? Was she harvest? Mm-mm. Yeah, we are awakened to the reality, and seeking God is not somewhere hiding. We are revived. Now we need to be awakened to the fact that we are revived. And honestly, I just get a sense that this is going to be special. This year is going to be special on so many levels. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm waiting for everyone to get their communion. Then I will pray. And we'll have communion and we'll close. I think the organizing team may have some drinks. or oh, is, is there a snack? I don't want to promise things that are not there. There's a snack, a light snack. Yeah, there's a light snack after the service. So if you would like to break the fast with us, there's a light snack and a drink. Amen. We have decided to end early because tomorrow some of you have to travel to wherever you came from for garage. So that's why we are giving it a little bit of time. Amen. Hey. Who was here from six? Six o'clockers, where are you? Wow. You're special. You're special. Thank you. Amen. I need a signal from someone in the know that we are ready to pray. That everyone has God communion. If you haven't got communion, please put your hand up so that they can find you. There's a whole section over there. I'm seeing some hands. And oh over there in that corner. Upstairs, are we okay? Uh, there's a whole section to the left gallery. Ah, the whole back gallery has a middle section of the back gallery hasn't got communion. come here. Please, if, if, if you're... This, 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 you don't have to get double. Just one is enough. You yeah, know, some people like they've been banging double from boarding school even Holy Communion Day. there's a section up there I hope someone has reached them their, their hands are up can I have someone rush to the left gallery up now there are people in the overflow I don't know if they've got communion thank you for coming communion is uh, an instruction from the Lord Jesus Pastor Patrick and Pastor Neil, welcome. Good to see you from Five Church in national. Apostle, <laughs> I ain't got to That way, see me. Excuse my German. I <laughs> There is a hand up there. There's hands left gallery. Left means to my left. I think people are going the wrong direction. That where where I'm pointing. There's a lot of people. Thank you, Lord. So it was an instruction from the Lord. It says as often as you do it, in do it in remembrance of me. Of not that we have memory of Jesus. The remembrance of that sacrifice that he made. He says, this is my body that is broken for you. He says, this is my blood of the new covenant that is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Remission is a very strong word. It means that the sin is forgiven and forgotten and eliminated in the future sense too remission it's like why why does God go to all these lengths that we may know him he doesn't want things standing between us and him that we may know him Paul says that I may know him amen what a loving father we have All right, I believe now everyone has got communion items. (sighs) I know Apostle made this call out there, but before we have communion, maybe you even have it in your hand and you're like, but wait a minute, I have never accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. How is this going to work? Wherever you are, I will pray with you wherever you are because of logistical issues and coming. But if you're there, before we have this communion, I want to pray with you. Is that okay? If you have never given your life to Jesus, you, have, you, have, you are not revived because it says if one died for all then all died and he died that they may that we may live for him how do we live for him because when he was raised we were raised with him he says we were buried with him in baptism uh huh and we were raised with him into the newness of life such an amazing gift as a human being, that's the most precious thing you'll ever be in possession of. The ability to know and be known by God as a son, a daughter. In Nothing compares. Amen. So, if you're there and you're like, I know it's a prayer meeting, look, sometimes you might think, on the safety people go to prayer meetings. No, everyone goes to prayer meetings because people have needs. But I want to pray with you, amen? If you just put your hand up where you are and then I'll pray with you where you are. It's, we need some act of faith and your hand up is just an act of faith. But because of these beautiful lights I can hardly see back there. So if your neighbor puts their hand up you need to make some noise so I know they are there. Right? as those who are online and those who will watch after now, tomorrow and those who are joining us in other host centers yeah we stopped committing the sin of not giving people opportunity to receive Jesus at every service and worship service even at a prayer meeting you might be there is anyone I'm waiting for you the father's love is patient. Anybody? Just your Nothing to be ashamed of. And, and we'll pray. Anyone? Any hand? all oh, these are headed to heaven. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, in case you're not in the room and you're the one, or you're a Nicodemus, you're like, hmm, too many eyes. I'm still going to pray with you. And then I'll give you... Oh. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone's neighbor has put their hand up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to the family of God. Anyone else? Now boldness is coming. Anyone else? Someone else? Please, wherever someone puts up their hand, I need some noise made so that I know you're there. There was some noise over there. Is that the same person or different? Same pa- you know, they are simply doing what they do in heaven when one person comes to Christ. There's a lot of celebration. Someone else? Someone else? Anybody else? You came for prayer meeting? Ah, All right. Okay. Now, even there was Nicodemus. He came at night. Yeah. So you're going to pray. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for revival, which starts by me getting to know you. Take my life and do something significant with it. Amen. I believe you are born again, those who are joining us. Please help me put up that phone number the number to text or call if you're online and you didn't have the opportunity to acknowledge you, or if you're Nicodemus and I've witnessed so many Nicodemuses who turned out right is 0775 642449 0775 642449, amen let's pray thank you father for this bread and this drink Thank you for the unspeakable gift of Jesus. We receive it as his body and his blood. And may it be to us everything that he said it would be. The mending of broken things, broken bodies, broken systems, broken families, broken relationships, broken minds, broken hearts. the remission of sins that we know you and we know there is nothing between us and you because of your eternal love for us we bless you and thank you and receive it with thanksgiving in Jesus name amen so you can have your communion and then we will be concluding thank you again for coming out for a day of prayer This room is open. Our current policies pray at all times. So some of you, you probably are feeling like you don't want to go home. That's the right feeling. Yeah, There's going to be some prayer enabling music playing here. Just remain behind and start praying. For some people you're just starting. Amen. Now, if you haven't had the opportunity to sow your seed through that day, we've been doing that since morning. These two baskets at the front are for your benefit. You just come and sow your seed there, and, and then we'll be going. Uh, team, which side are the drinks and snacks? Which side of the building are the drinks and snacks? There's no drinks and snacks. Just tea. Hey. Okay, there is just tea. I mean, someone told me there are snacks. All right. The drinks and snacks are at home. The, The drinks and snacks are where? At home. So you're going to enjoy it so much. But thank you so much for coming out. May God bless you abundantly. May he cause his face to shine on you and give you peace. And may he open your mind to that which we already possess as we've had in today's word. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow for Garage. Business Garage is at 7:30, and then we'll be at 9 o'clock and 11:30 here and at all your locations and hosting centers